Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Discover. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. That means no waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Cars.com. Have you heard about the Your Garage feature on Cars.com? Here's how it works. You add your car to your garage to track its market value and cash in when the time is right to sell. Track both your car's historical and projected value. When it's time to sell, easily secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. It's time once again for a little bit of Freakonomics Radio. Every couple of weeks, we talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name, joined this week by the other guy, the other, guy, the other co-author, Stephen Levitt from the University of Chicago. Guys, welcome to the program. Hey, Kai. How are you? Good to be here. Uh, okay, so the topic du jour is uh, cheating, specifically teacher cheating. There have been some big scandals uh, lately in uh, Atlanta and I think in Washington, D.C. And Levin in Chicago, like eight or ten years ago, you actually caught some teacher cheating. So the first question is, based on your experience, can we say how many teachers cheat? Looking at the data, our estimate at the time, we thought that 5% of all the elementary school classrooms in Chicago showed evidence that the Hmm. teachers had cheated on behalf of their students on these exams. Do we know why teachers cheat, Dubner? Incentives, right? So these days, we've just seen the No Child Left Behind law be scaled back quite a bit. What's happened is states have been given more latitude for how they're going to administer tests. But the fact is, is if you're a teacher and all of a sudden there's a new incentive in place for you to not do poorly in your class, then teachers all of a sudden have uh, the kind of incentive that students used to have. And so there are some teachers. Now, granted, it's a very, very small portion of them who will cheat on behalf of the student, in, in this case, literally erasing incorrect answers and filling in the correct ones, not necessarily to help the kids, but to help themselves not look like they're bad performers. Levitt, getting back to Chicago in 2002 and this uh, scandal that you caught, the then uh, guy running the Chicago school system, Arnie Duncan, who's now the U.S. Secretary of Education, fired a whole bunch of teachers. Is that still current policy? I mean, if you cheat, you get fired? I think there are two things you can do if you don't like cheating. One is what, what Arnie did ex post, which is he, he actually let us really ferret out who the, the cheaters were, and they went to the trouble to hold the hearings and, and to fire a bunch of teachers. The other option that's available to policymakers if they really don't like cheating is just to make it harder to cheat. People don't cheat much on the LSAT or the SAT because the companies that provide those tests spend a lot of money and they make it hard to cheat. What school districts now, I think, have an, an ambivalence towards cheating because they really do want higher test scores. And so they often carry out these tests in ways that it's not hard at all for teachers to cheat. In fact, maybe even subtly encouraged 
But it's that whole spend a lot of money thing, because public schools, as we know, in good parts of this country are out of money. How do you do it in a way that's cost effective? Well, I think you can even do it without spending money. So, for instance, one thing I proposed to Chicago at the time was that instead of having the teachers in a school administer the testing themselves, you would just have the teachers go to a different school that day and have other teachers come in and administer the test. Also, with as much money as the Department of Education spends now, Kai, and as high as unemployment is, it's not hard to imagine that you could uh, enact a scenario where you could offer a part-time job. You know, we hire lots and lots of census takers. Uh, You know, we could hire some um, exam proctors at a much, much lower cost. And if it would help get the schools in the shape that we wanted to be in, it'd be money well spent. Not to end on a downer, but this is really the classic Sisyphean task, right? I mean, people are always always going to cheat and you're always going to be behind in ingenuity and, and ways to combat it, right? I don't think so. I think there. E- this is one problem. Many problems are difficult. This problem is easy. The real problem here is that the people who would have to make those choices and would have to spend that money, they actually don't want cheating to go away that badly. And so I think it's a failure of incentives, not that we don't know how to fight this. Levy, you actually tried to start a company offering your catching cheating teacher skills right? to how school did, districts wait, around, the, around tell, the country. How did that go? Nobody was interested. I mean, who wants to buy our product? One person came forward. In East St. Louis, they just reconstituted the entire district. And one of the guys who was on the board said, we'd really like you to come. And and, uh, we think there might have been cheating. Could you look at the data? And they couldn't get the school. Even the board of of the the overseeing board could not get the school district. They wouldn't give us the data. So uh, of of all the business ideas I ever had, that, I think, (laughs) ranks at the very bottom in terms of uh, profitable and likely success. Freakonomics.com is the website. Stephen Levitt and Stephen Dubner. Guys, thank you so much. Talk to you soon, Kai. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats to keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Legend has it, underneath the NJM insurance offices lies a room of rejected mascot memorabilia. Is it real? No one knows. But we do know NJM is proud to put policyholders first. No jingles or mascots, just great insurance. NJM. People think the new fresh fragrances from Glade are fresher than fresh, like artist Angela. go on a journey to the pier by the sea. Take a small vacation, dance under sun-soaked trees. Take me far to where I want to be. Just pick any day. Feel it all drift away. Transport your lives a day with the first sentence.